I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. Dustin Ross, baby, I don't get FOMO often, but I had it last night. Okay. Because I saw my boo Dustin in the streets looking good. (laughs) I was outside last night, Ebony. I see. Outside, outside. Shout out to The Reed. Um, Our dear friends, Kid Fury and Crystal of The Reed, they celebrated their 10-year anniversary last night. 10 damn years. That's a long time. And you know, I'm an OG Fury fan. You know, and I'm actually here. Orange Wall and all. Uh M.I.A. Uh (laughs) Let's Uh go. Uh Um, I'm here for Fury. Did I hear correctly that Furious Thoughts are coming back? Yes. Yeah. It's a whole new show that he's starting, um, a brand new podcast. I am so, so excited yeah. for that as well. But congratulations, 10 years in this medium, mm-hmm. as you know, uh, mm-hmm. as a veteran podcaster, Dustin. That's no easy feat. So I'm None. Proud of that. But I want to talk about your look uh, because <laughs> I was laughing to myself because, y'all, when we wrapped last uh, week's recording of Holding Court, mm-hmm. uh, Dustin was putting his coat on. And yeah, this what y'all's country ass auntie E said. I said, oh, baby. I said, that's a nice coat. That's it good. I was like, is that your high school varsity coat? I was dead ass. Dustin just looked at me and shook his head. He said, no, baby, this is off white. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my country ass. And I just, it was so awkward. I was like, oh, well, that's why it's so nice. So funny. Uh, but what was funny, and shout out to uh, to Virgil, of course. I, I did want to talk to you about this, and I'm glad we're doing it on, on hot mics. Okay. I do not like this selection of Pharrell Williams as the for new Louis Vuitton at all. Yeah, yeah. But I want to know your thoughts, and I'm gonna tell you why I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I have two reasons. But what do you what do you I, think? You about know, it? I'm optimistic. Okay. I, I think we're gonna see. I think I'm leaning into my hopeful place because he's so creative. Okay, so let's start with. That. I don't know if that's gonna translate into the design space at a, a fashion house. Yeah, like Louis Vuitton. I am. A bit of a traditionalist, and I believe that people should do more or less. Now, you know, I agree playing outside the box, but essentially here's Stay a Stay in your lane. That's what you're saying. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. Um, if I want to buy a sports car, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy a Porsche mm-hmm. or a Ferrari. I'm mm-hmm. going to buy a sports car. I am not going to buy. That's why I would never buy a Porsche truck. Mm-hmm. Because if I want to buy a truck, I'm going to go to somebody that makes a truck, mm-hmm. like Mercedes-Benz mm-hmm. or Range Rover. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Similar to fashion. I, I feel that this selection of Pharrell is celebrity, mm-hmm. just overhype. Like, I, I don't like that mm-hmm. for a distinguished fashion house mm-hmm. such as Louis Vuitton. There's very few couture fashion houses left mm-hmm. in the whole fashion space, Dustin, as mm-hmm. you know. And I don't like it. I don't like it for that reason. It feels like, but for him being uh, the super famous Pharrell Williams, we know this pick would never happen yeah. based off of his actual skill set yeah. in the space. Creative he is. Yep. But like, I don't know, maybe he didn't want it, but why not dab? Oh, I know, right? Like, There's a lot of options, and that's that's my that's point. the next point I was going to make. Yeah. There's tons of black designers that probably feel overlooked and have been off. overlooked. And yeah. that, that's why I don't like the selection. I get it. Also, to me, until you do right by Khalees, I don't want nothing good to happen to you. Mm-mm, so let me go ahead and pull up the All docket right. for today. <laughs> they said they note. said she put that shovel down and that pickaxe on that farm. OK, they said she put them crops down and said, wait a goddamn minute. That's my voice. That's it. OK. 
Him and old punk ass Chad. Anyway, <laughs> um, let me pull up this docket. <laughs> so I felt so I'm glad I got to get that off my chest. Yeah, sometimes you got to do that. I need you know? to get that off my chest. Ain't nothing wrong chest. with it. And he need, you say, what you're saying is he needs to get his ass out the offices. That's what I, you're saying. I don't like it. But we okay. don't, and I, I don't expect it to last very long. But we no, shall me see. either. That's a good two, three year appointment. Max. You know, Max. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then someone who actually designs for Have a he, I don't remember him ever. I know he had like the sneaker line. He's and had, he had collabs. A yeah. But uh, to carry a. An established, you know, a, a, a cornerstone of the fashion industry like Louis Vuitton. Literally. Like, where, where the culture takes its cues from. I just think he's literally unqualified. Now, to some people that do something that they're highly qualified to all do, right. which is us hosting this damn How show. How about it? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, y'all. We had to do a last-minute addendum to the docket because uh, late last night it, it started really going viral. Of course, I'm talking about this video of <laughs> YSL Woody. Speaking of fashion houses, YSL <sighs> Woody. Um Giving you a master class, Dustin, of what not to do when you actually decide you're going to snitch. And I'll talk to you. I want to really break this one down because there's some levels here. Um, listeners, jurors, uh, if you or someone you know uh, and love uh, live, in, li- live that life, live that criminal life. Listen go ahead, up. please. I was going to say, come one, come on. Yep. Gather around the Gather fireplace. Gather around. Okay, yes. gather around. Because I'm really seriously going to talk you through how to snitch. And how not to snitch. Yes. And this ain't it. This is not it. Okay. Then, of course, we're going to talk about, and a lot of people were surprised by this. I don't know why folks are still surprised when all these celebrities, people with money, die without wills. Mm -hmm. Brother Twitch, who, of course, we lost uh, just a couple months ago at the tender age of 40. It's Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Brother Twitch died without a will. And it's put his wife in a precarious position. We will talk about that. And then two, we're going to squeeze this one in because I, I really need to talk to you about this last one, Dustin. But Mississippi State House is doing some real fuck shit. And it's mm. very important that we identify it and call it what it is because this could set a precedent mm-hmm. that could have devastating social justice effects uh, for black folks in America all across the country. And it's starting right here in Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to you about that. And then. This one came from Kadera. I love when my friends think they producers. Shout out to Kadera. Shout out to Kadera Lowe. Eb, I need you and Dustin to talk about this on the pod. <laughs> okay. All right. So Dustin Nett's guard, Cam Thomas, he was fined $40,000 uh, essentially for making a joke in a post-game interview. So this was broadcast where he used the term no homo. Mm-hmm. Put a pin in it, Dustin, because I really need your perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some. I'm a practicing Homosexual, so I definitely have. Yeah, to and a- I heard you with an active way. Yeah, I'm practicing, mm-hmm. okay, in an active way. I dribbled the ball through my legs. You know. What <laughs> okay, I'm you know what? So <laughs> now we're gonna go ahead and start the show. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this viral video is just whew. Young Thug's YSL associate. This mm-hmm. this this man named Lil Woody. Lil Woody. How the jokes well, just write themselves. They write themselves. Don't they? Right. I mean, we didn't even have to just do nothing. Just it up. Just give it to us. Lay it in there. Okay. Little Woody. Lil. <laughs> Little Woody. Uh, is seemingly <laughs> uh, what I call it, Dustin. He's he's doing the lost job for them, mm. and that's what you don't want to do. So when you watch this footage, you see him on one side of the table. You see what looked to be. Uh, detectives, mm-hmm. investigators on the other side of the table. I'm not really even sure if he had a lawyer in the room. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not clear, so I don't want to misspeak. He might have, but... We didn't see them. I don't think so. I it, didn't see them I, in the clip I, yeah. I saw. I think this was just... Because, again, he's 
still in the preliminary stages of this mm-hmm. investigation. They're what we call, as defense lawyers, they're on a fishing expedition. That's okay. what we call that. They're when searching they're, they're, for they're, things. They're correct. Yeah. They're just trying to see what information they can compile so that eventually they can go to a district attorney mm-hmm. and say, hey, let's we want to see these charges brought for boom, 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 boom. So they're in the middle of their fishing expedition, which is their job. Now, little Woody sits his ass across <laughs> from the table <laughs> and proceeds to just, I mean, spill his guts, uh, say it all out there, Dustin. And this is how you know it's it's wrong. When you s- say the words, how can I help myself? Because that's what he says. And, and during this, you know, w- two or three minutes that we, we're privy to, he eventually says, how can I help myself? And then he goes on to to insinuate that, of course, young thug. And it's so, like, corny because he's, like, he'll say everything but. The person y'all think is. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> this person we talking about that I can't say his name, but I'm going to tell you everything that I believe he is tethered to mm-hmm. in a murder scheme. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not talking about. Drugs. We're not talking about guns. This is some serious shit. This is murder. He's talking. He's implicating young thug along with another uh, associate, uh, somebody L- Lucci. <laughs> Ebony, please. <laughs> <laughs> YFN Lucci. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's implicating. Woody is implicating <laughs> these two associates, all from YSL, in murder in a murder plot. That is not taking place shit. yet. Yeah. So he's basically saying, I would like to help myself, officers, by giving you all of these details, walking you, holding your hand through this murder plot that these two, especially young thug, highly sought after uh, defendants are involved in. And in exchange, and this is the problem, there is no promise from these detectives, Dustin Ross, for what he's going to receive. To my little Woody. <laughs> now, he says that he knows the details of the when, where, how, and all of this around the murder scheme. And, you know, maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. And, uh, of course, we have to say all of this is allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I first saw this on Hollywood Unlocked. So, shout out to Jason Lee and Hollywood shout out Unlocked. Jason. Uh, I think Jasmine Brand, saw Jasmine over there, covered it as well. Hey, Jasmine Brand. So, here's... What I mean when I say I'm all for snitching Mm -hmm. and I think we're going to title this one. I'm all for snitching, (laughs) but this ain't it. (laughs) Okay. This is definitely how you do it. Okay. Now when I say I'm all for snitching, there's a caveat. Mm -hmm. I'm all for snitching, Dustin, when it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's a scenario in which you have involved yourself into some criminal activity and you just can't do the 10 toes down. You might've thought you could have done when Mm -hmm. you originated your participation and now you need to, you do need to help yourself. You do need to consider cooperation uh, to lessen your sentence or in some cases eradicate it altogether. Mm -hmm. You know, we've seen that, but a couple of things. Number one, you should never be going to them to solicit cooperation they should be coming to you. Mm-hmm. The, the, the nature of this type of cooperation, uh, the streets call it snitching, cooperating with prosecution, whatever you want to call it, to procure yourself a better outcome, is all about power, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Power dynamics are at play at the highest level. And he, he she, or they mm-hmm. that holds the power holds the cards. Mm-hmm. So what this should look like in an ideal world our prosecutors have decided what key pieces of evidence, whether it's testimony, whether whatever the evidence is, 
that they know they need to get the the big dog, which is always what they're chasing in criminal investigations. They want the big dog. In this case, the big dog is Young Thug. Mm -hmm. What do they need that is missing from their current structure to get the big dog? And then they identify who has the missing piece. In this case, it may or may not be Lil Woody. And then they come to him and they say, this is the deal. If you give us this on Young Thug, we will give you this. Mm -hmm. And you want that set up on the front end, Dustin, for obvious reasons, but mainly so that you can understand exactly what the exchange is before you decide to give up the goods. Duh. Obviously, right? This is not rocket science, okay? Because if you do it in the inverse, which Mm -hmm. is what we essentially see Lil Woody doing, two things are wrong with it. Number one, you've got no guaranteed or even proposed terms nothing you're just talking you're just talking you are literally doing law enforcement's job for them you're running your mouth you're talking you're you're orchestrating your own deal yeah this would be like if a kid was about to get a whooping uh-huh. and they they was like okay well mom and daddy <laughs> this is what we gonna do i'm gonna get i'm gonna do five licks with the switch uh-huh. then i'm gonna do um you know I, I, i'm gonna do a timeout mm-hmm. and then we're gonna take away the, the tv how does that sound yeah who like what orchestrates their own plea deal and meanwhile they're sitting there quiet and they've not agreed to any of this so you're just giving it away for free. This is the definition, Dustin, of giving away the milk for free. Why in the world would you buy the cow? This is what happens when people lack knowledge, lack information, lack education of the space that they're in. He should have known if if he was involved in that sort of activity, mm-hmm. he should have been prepared for a moment like this. You know, some people wait a lifetime. I was like, for a come on, like Kelly this. Clarkson. Okay. I already knew where you was going. So, but 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 <laughs> he should have been ready for that. And yeah. watching that clip, watching him in that investi- in that whatever room, in the interrogation mm-hmm. room. Yep. He looked so stupid. And he, I know that they thought that they think that he's they stupid. They already know he's stupid, Dustin, because the mere fact that you are sitting in this room. And I'm going to say he could not have had a lawyer in there. Now I that I think about it. it. Well, now that I think about it, no lawyer with an, active, right, with an active bar license would allow for that. So he couldn't have had a lawyer in there. So that's your first mistake. Number one, how do you talk to um, police officers without your lawyer? You, you don't. don't. You do not. So that's your first mistake. You're talking, you're talking out the side of your face with no counsel present. Yep. Dumb, dumb move number one. Dumb, dumb move number two. You are trying to solicit a deal for yourself. At that point, it's it's really done. You know, if they don't want to offer you a deal, there is you no are deal. proposing to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and listen, I do understand it. He's clearly a desperate man. That mm-hmm. That's where that's coming from. You're right, Dustin. It comes from a lack of knowledge, a, a lack of depth, a lack of understanding. But ultimately, he's operating in a space of desperation. I, and I get that. Yeah, he's desperate. When you say... How can I help myself here? Mm-hmm. That's the, you just go ahead and put all your cards on the table. You're done because you're done. You're done. The deal making's over, mm-hmm. and now you have really thrown yourself at the mercy of law enforcement. Which yep. is, if you were going to play the desperation card, I'm going to tell you when you played and who you played in front of a judge. judge. Thank you, Ebony. A judge, literally, that's, literally. And I'm not saying there's not a time and place for the. You know what? <laughs> Hands up. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, I'm wrong. And how can I help myself? Your mm-hmm. honor. Mm-hmm. That's who you play that card in front of, Lil Woody. Not not the people from New York Undercover. Not, 
You know what I'm saying? Not, like, not Olivia Gilbert Benson. Now. Yeah, not Olivia Benson. Okay, not any. Not of these Stabler. People. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with them? And this is the game. Like, like we're 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 having some fun here with this, y'all. But I really want y'all to listen to this. If you need to play the desperation card, which sometimes that card is the only card you have. Mm-hmm. I am desperate. What in the world can I do to help myself mm-hmm. in this awful situation I have put myself in? Mm-hmm. Your honor. That is the only individual. Keywords. Your honor. That can really help you, truth be told. Law enforcement at that point is not going, if they are not the ones proposing what the help looks like, Dustin Ross, they don't deem you to be helpful. Yep. Okay. Now, let's talk about the very unlikely scenario where you might just have some information that they would not forecast you mm-hmm. having that actually could be helpful in a big time investigation. So that's that's the Joker card. So now yeah. you're holding on to the Joker card. But what you never do is give the goods of the Joker card up, Dustin Ross, in advance of the guaranteed deal. You know, it, it looks like this. Um, you know that murder of of the little white girl, da 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 da, that's been unsolved for five years. I I might know something about that. And then you be quiet, and then it's their move. This is chestnut checkers. Yes. By the time you say, "Uh, how could I help myself here?" Checkmate. It's done. This is why you don't hire your dumb friends if you're gonna do bad shit, right? <gasps> Because he was not the per- person to be in that position. He yeah. should not have been in that privy. position. No. He shouldn't even be privy. And that's another thing. I, I love what you said earlier. And I mean, the likelihood of it coming to, to pass is 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 unlikely. Mm-hmm. But I do wish a lot of this, y'all, you know, would look totally different if people committed crimes with the presumption of getting caught. And that's what I tell people. You really should do whatever it is that you feel you need to do because yeah. people are going to do it. Yeah. Right. Just do it with the mindset of presuming you're mm-hmm. going to get caught. Yeah. Because the stats actually play that out. That's yep. not Auntie E opining. That's right. what the numbers say. Right. The numbers say you are likely to get caught. And in that situation, how are you prepared to move? That would change all of this, Dustin. You know, then you know, hey, I can do this much time. I can't do that much time. So that way you can also recognize, Dustin, this is another gym. What's a good deal? What's not? Every deal. Ain't a good deal. Ain't a good deal. That's why I say I'm all for snitching. Caveat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Give you an example with this little Woody situation. Let's. I, I don't even know what he's looking at. Let's just say he's looking at 10. I'm just making okay. that up. Okay. Because I don't really know what the underlying charges are. For all I know, for all we know, he might not even have no underlying charges. Yeah. Again, they're on a fishing expedition. They're calling any and everybody into the room. Mm-hmm. To, ex- to, to do exactly what your dumbass is offering them. Extract, fool. extract, extract. A bumbling fool. Did you see him, Ebony, nodding when they were asking him direct questions that, that he didn't want to necessarily say the answer to? When they were asking him if he was talking about Jeffrey, young yes, thug. Yes, He was nodding. He was nodding, but like, I can't say it. I can't it. say it, but I'm a nod. Okay, sir, that's, a, that's called affirmative. You are so, he is so stupid and watching him be so deft. In that space like that was almost painful. I'm like, they, it was they very are really. Cringe. It was very cringe. Only because, listen, and again, I'm not trying to say people should not be accountable for their, their crimes they commit. No. All I'm saying, let everybody do their fucking job. Let, let the police do the police working. Let the detectives do the detecting. And you do your job, and which you is to your make job. yourself as safe from consequences as you can. Fool. You damn in fool. your best interest. What he was doing was not only not operating in the best interest of young thug and his co-cons- potential co-conspirators. Because, right. again, I don't even know 
what if anything this little Woody even guilty of? Little Woody. Little Woody just being a little fool. Right. You know, and do that the part that got me so irate, and then and then I'm gonna leave it here for this one. It wasn't even that you're snitching, because like I said, you know, much to my dear friend Remy Ma's dis- dismay. <laughs> Shout out to Remy. Yes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm telling. That's me. <laughs> I'm gonna do what's in my best interest every damn time. Yes. And Jason Lee is so funny. He interviewed her, you know, on his brand mm-hmm. new show, Revolt Presents, I think, mm-hmm. the Jason Lee show. Check that out, y'all. Remy called Jason Lee a snitch, which, of course, Jason <laughs> Lee's a snitch. I mean, he's the first one to tell you, Your Honor, it was I'm, him okay. <laughs> right there in the blue sweater with the green tie. That's who did it. And I saw it. That's Jason all day. And he was like, oh, my God, Remy called me a snitch. So I texted I said, join the club. We all snitches. <laughs> yeah, it's club snitch. It's lit over here. Bow, bow, bow. Gang, gang, gang. That is hilarious. Anyway, yes. uh, <laughs> hilarious, Ebony. <laughs> but listen. I'm all for snitching when it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So to hear Lil Woody sit his dumb ass in there unaccompanied by counsel, I can't get off that. That's mm-hmm. your first fucking problem. Then you sit there and you give it, you just give the goods up. Just spilling your guts. Unsolicited. And then you say, now how can I help myself, sir? Every thing that you possess that could have potentially helped you, you have already given away for free. Literally. You have literally done these officers' jobs for them, and that was the part that that was too much for me. Yeah. Just, because I'm a defense lawyer, right? So, if I do my job, which is actually... I can't change facts, Dustin. Mm-hmm. I can't change the law. Mm-hmm. What I can do, what I have to do, what I take an oath to do is make the prosecutor do their job. Yeah. That's a, that's actually my only job as defense yep. counsel. Yep. Is just make sure that they reach their burden of proof. And if they don't, Johnny say, you must acquit. Okay. You must acquit. You must, you acquit. must acquit. That's right. That's how it goes. But imagine a legal system where the prosecutor doesn't even have to do their job because I do it for them. That is insane. That's what Lil Woody did. And it makes sense because he's a fool. Lil, Lil Woody, Lil Fool. So I think the innate sense of like the system being interrupted by this fool. Mm-hmm. Because now, you know, invest a lot, you know, the cops, the law enforcement, the detectives, they 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 have a role to play. Mm-hmm. They didn't even need to get out their bed for that. They could have zoomed that. I know they was like, you said what? <laughs> Like literally, literally. Like, and did you hear the 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 lady that was in the room, the, the woman detective? Yes, so, the yeah. woman detective. Did you hear how how she was asking him the questions as he began to talk more and she more? She was looking at him like the subtext was, "Is it my birthday? Is it is it my birthday?" Ebony, I I was watch. I was. She couldn't believe it, <sighs> Dustin. She couldn't believe it. Same with the other dude that was beside. They could not believe their good fortune. And, and, again, the defense lawyer in me was like, this motherfucker right like, here. Like, it literally makes you cringe. That was really yeah. the most cringe. It wasn't even that you you nodding on – like, it, it wasn't even that you are sitting up here talking about your boy. Because then he said something – didn't he say something stupid like, I love him, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I got to mm-hmm, – mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't even that. It was like the detectives cannot believe their good fortune today. Sir, just there's a way to snitch. I support it. Okay. <laughs> but that ain't it. Yeah. That you was awful. That was awful. That was awful for the culture. For the culture, for real. And it was awful for the justice system, Dustin. Yep. We should never have individuals, civilians, defendant or not, co-conspirator or not, doing the police's jobs for them. Let these people earn their money. That's all it is. I mean, the most basic 
of 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 let them clock in. Like why why just, just why let them, just do you want them, to go to jail? Just let them clock in, please. Let them do their job. You let them, make let it them easy. feel let them feel like they earned their paycheck for the week. Yeah, I just this is literally America. I f- thought we were watching America's dumbest criminals. It was giving that literally. Where was um? May he rest in peace, Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Yes, yes. You Shout read my Bob mind. Saget. Yep. Yeah, because that was that was a that was a hard one to watch. Man, damn, dumb, dumb, Diddy. Right. All right. So, moving on to Brother Twitch, we uh the culture lost Brother Twitch, who famed dancer. He's yes. really, really a dancer. Yes, and a he lot is. of people, you know, know him from TikTok. But I mean, he had a storied career way before mm-hmm. that. Um, he was on So You Think You Can mm-hmm. Dance, correct? Mm-hmm. Is that where he met his wife? I think they met. I believe there. so. Yeah, his wife Allison Boss Stephen Twitch Boss is his full legal name, of course. So he passed, and upon his passing, many are shocked to see that he, like so many wealthy folks before him, Aretha Franklin, Mm -hmm. James Brown, uh, just will be here all day. No will. Yeah. So he died in what we call intestate, Mm -hmm. when you do not have a will, legally bequeathing your possessions to your designees. So now it's all up to the state of California, and that's what happens in every state, Dustin. If you die without a will you will be subject to the terms and conditions of mm-hmm. the state in which you last had residence. Mm-hmm. So for them, they, they live in California. So now what the wife has to do, and this is the problem, like this is probably probably going to work out fine for her, Dustin, but there's a risk that it won't, which is an unnecessary risk because all you had to do was have a will. Yeah. And number two, it's a lot of paperwork and, a, and, and could be expensive. Mm-hmm. So now Allison, his widow, has to go before the court and she's got to file a few things. She's got to ask the court to assess a California spousal property petition. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, of course, around the real property that they shared. And that's going to be in the Superior Court of California. And, she, and that does a few things. Number one... It makes the court verify that she's actually his spouse. Mm-hmm. So this is all for all you common law married people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's still shacking and believing that you're going to be taken care of for obvious. No, this is why this is a necessary element of this filing. They have to go find the court document, mm-hmm. the, the file clerk stamped marriage license that first proves you're indeed a legal spouse. Right. That's step one. And then step two is talking about the actual distribution of the property. So it's a determination of the property passing to the surviving spouse and confirmation that that property belonged to the surviving spouse. Okay. So making sure that Stephen Twitch did earn this, making sure Allison is your legal wife, and thus she will be the presumed uh, recipient. Beneficiary is really the better word. Thank you, Dustin, for anything that you own. And this this includes business interests and everything like that. So again, because... I don't know of Brother Twitch having no crazy side pieces or extra kids or anything like that. Allison will be fine. But this is where it could get messy. Mm-hmm. I just said something I don't really know anything about, which is his other children situation. Mm-hmm. Let's say he did have other children. Now you've got a scenario where they could have a vested claim mm-hmm. against property rights, business interest rights, or other things. So this is the danger, peril of dying intestate, Dustin, when you don't have a will. Yeah. Now it's everything's just up in the air and you gotta hope shit go right. Versus if he had a will, no matter who else mm-hmm. had a claim, 
he has designated that Allison gets everything. And then from that point, she can decide who and when and how to share of the property. Yeah. I, this is, you know, I, first of all, I didn't know that his actual legal last name was Boss. I thought that was a stage name. Well, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it might. They oh, no. Her oh, Allison no, it Boss. is. Yeah. Yeah, because she's Allison Boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which no, I didn't I think I, the That's Twitch what I was, was most surprised by. I was like, well, the nigga last name really was Boss. He I was, thought that was so a stage he name. He was born to. A Boss. To a Boss. boss literally. Up. Yeah. Well, I guess Hugo Boss. It's a, clearly. It's a, it's, a thing. it's a thing. So, you know, but other than that, you know, I think that she is definitely the. Uh, rightful, yeah. you know, person to receive whatever is available and whatever, you know, needs to be arranged in his yeah. death. So this is one of those cases where you just should have had your shit together. You should have had your shit together. It's and that again, simple. Well, you know, again, I don't know how many celebrity scenarios we have to see with this, Dustin, for us to understand it. Like I said, I think it was somebody passing a few years ago that I was like, let me just go ahead and get this together, mm-hmm. even for myself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I went a little further with it. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and put all my last wishes. Okay. Uh, how I want to go. How you want it done. How yes. I want it done. Yep. Well, you have to, to otherwise somebody will make those choices for you. And I already know what my mama's choice is not going to be my choices. Neither will mine, honey. Mama and them can forget it. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want. What I don't they want no want big white cask. Yeah, I know my mom would be doing the most with gold handles and shit yeah. and all of that and LeMay. I don't and want nobody looking at me. The last I time you saw cremated. me is the last, last time, time you saw, saw me. me. Yeah. That's it. And the good thing about us is we have such storied careers, Dustin. We have lots of images available. That's right. We, there's <laughs> with great lighting. Now, now tell me this. Because I know I've forgotten that Aretha Franklin did not have, did not have a will. She, a know, she didn't have arrangements. So who made the decision to have her feet out in the casket? That wasn't, because that seemed like some shit she, she, she said she wanted. Yeah. No, I, to, I don't think so. Who said put the feet out? Probably somebody in her family. That's what we got to. Who told Let's investigate. Her? It was brilliant. I had never seen anything like that. I hadn't seen anything like it, but I mean, that's when you leave people to their creativity, and I'm not yes. doing it. I'm, I, listen, I didn't know, but they can go ahead and break my foot bone. I want, I want some Tims. Put of me course, in some Tims. You're gonna be you know on gold. I'm, I'm gonna get you some gilded Tims. Thank you, Ebony. Please, yeah, so thank I'm you. gonna call up Jacob and come. Thank you, call Jacob and have them make me do my <laughs> shit right. Okay. Gilded. Yes. And I want some pave set diamonds. On the, with that's the right. On the, on the on the on the tree sign. That's the, it. Yeah, that's it. Listen, no, but I just no. I wonder who made that choice. It is important to have the arrangements made because otherwise, if you, you care, yeah, if you if yeah. you, I, I have a I've produced my whole shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I don't expect any deviation. Yeah. And I said I'm a hot all y'all. Yeah. If you deviate from what I've I've dictated. I want to be putting a Fabergé egg. Yes, Ebony. Yeah, you know yes, me. It's going to yes, be. Yes. It's going to give. Timeless classic, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I want a little jazz situation. Mm-hmm. I want some MJ cuts played. Yes. I want a champagne reception. Yes. You know, I don't want none of hooping and hollering and slow, stuff. What Biggie say? Slow singing and flower bringing. No, I don't want you. none of that. No, thank you. I'm not into it. I'm, I'm, I wasn't into it now. I'm not going to be into it uh-huh. then. So, yeah, you, you, you really should all y'all take just, just a moment. And I understand nobody wants to think about their mortality. But guess what? We all came and we all got to go. You have to think about that. Someone else yeah. just died. There was a, who was it? It was a, I believe it was a rapper, an artist that passed away. Mm-hmm. And his his uh, partner, mm-hmm. the young lady was saying like, he didn't have a will, you know, um, we just young. We ain't thinking about dying. We weren't thinking about that. And I understand it, but it's just not, it's just not the way of the world. Okay? To hear her say it that way, Ebony, made, made me just... Just the casual nature that yeah. people, you know, that, especially they, they people are living that. together. They're having kids together, and they're assuming. Um, I, 
you know, I watched Malcolm X about 30 times okay. uh, in a <laughs> row. So, of course, I was watching Malcolm X yet again mm-hmm. on the, the flight back from L.A. Mm-hmm. from the book tour, which I got to From the book about. tour, Bet on Black, the good news. About being black okay. in America today, available mm-hmm. wherever you get your books. Everywhere you get your books. And go get your book. And please go get your book. Yes. And, in fact, get your Audible, too. Um, mm-hmm. I was talking to our publisher, and she – I was talking to my publisher. I guess mm-hmm. the news isn't out. Sorry. <laughs> Let me not – Breaking news. I was talking to my publisher, Dustin, and she uh, informed me that I, I'm doing something kind of rare in the space, which is that my audiobook is outselling my hard copy. Period. Which is fantastic. Uh, but I recommend both. Mm-hmm. Both. You're going to get both. Okay. <laughs> you know, because then you can listen and absorb it. And of mm-hmm. course, if you're a Holden Court listener, you're definitely going to want the audio yeah. because it's basically like a very extended episode of Holden Court. For sure. And then you're going to want the hard copy so you can underline. Yeah, so underline. Can, I'm a page turner. Yeah. I, I need to. There's feel, certain books the I read on my phone or on my yeah. devices, but I need to literally lick my finger and you're turn You're going to want page. this for this one. Yeah, because it's going to be, mm, and then you're going to want to reference. It's, mm-hmm. it's all of that. But So I'm coming back from L.A. watching Malcolm X for the 5,000th time. Yes. And when the Betty Shabazz character played brilliantly by the Angela Bassett says to Mm -hmm. Malcolm, you know, you confront death a million times a day, but the uh, idea of betrayal, you won't even entertain it. And then she talks about what about me? What about the children? What if something happens to you? And they're married, but still. And Malcolm says naively, if something happens to me, the nation will take care of you. And we know how that ended. The nation literally tried to burn the house down. Hello. With them in it. Hello. So I say that to say these presumptions of who will and won't take care of the people you love is is actually, Brother Malcolm, not even the nation's responsibility. Mm-hmm. That is your responsibility. And he, he he learned that and he adapted to that. But that's what y'all need to take from that anecdote. It is on you to make sure you and yours have what they need in the unfortunate event of your passing. Yeah. Period. This is part of keeping it player. When you, it's when a part you, of you, the book yeah. of keeping it play. It's a part of that. Whether you are, whenever you are the head of the household, That's you need to it. make sure that the arrangements are, you know, intact. Yeah, I've even arranged for Carrie. Uh, Miss Carrie. That's mm. it. No, no, I know. No, but also if something were to happen mm-hmm, to me, mm-hmm. where who's going to care for her? You yeah. better know that. Yeah. Yeah. You better know that. Yeah. She can't just go stay with anybody. She and she won't. And she won't. Carrie wouldn't. She li- she literally would she'll, just stop. She'll, she'll, she'll she look go. and. Oh, absolutely not. Mm, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. That's actually, mm. that's a no for me, dog. Mm. Literally. Uh, okay. So with that said, y'all keep it play as Dustin would say and get your, uh, get get your, your affairs together. in order. Yes. Just get your shit it. together. Takes a moment. Now, let's take a moment to talk about Mississippi Jackson. Exactly. It's some real fuckery that's going on down there, Dustin. And I have to use that framing for it because there's, this is, this is giving overseer. Mm-hmm. This is giving uh, somebody called it apartheid. I'm gonna tell you who called it apartheid. <laughs> that's ooh, that's a big word, and he's not wrong. Yeah. So yeah, this is this is happening right now in 2023 uh, in in the Magnolia State of Mississippi, in Jackson, Mississippi, to be specific. There is a current legislative bill. Mm-hmm. It's already overwhelmingly passed their state house. Unbelievable. So now the next step, y'all, actually believable, believable. Yeah. Sadly, believable. Mm-hmm. So now it still has to pass the state Senate, cringe, and the governor. And once it gets to the governor's desk, that's going to be a hard sign because we know that that hoe. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the bill proposes this. It says that instead of, as done nationwide mostly, 
electing district attorneys, Dustin, prosecutors, electing judges, which is very important to the court system. Those things will no longer be elected by the populace of the city of Jackson, which, by the way, is 80 percent black. It's actually, I think, the second blackest city in America, Mm -hmm. which is incredible. Shout out to Jackson. Shout out and to shout Jackson. out to the Bell Collective, which is shout one of my out to the Bell favorite Collective. shows. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. all about highlighting the good work of Jackson, Mississippi. Yes. Shout out to Carlos King. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So, if approved, y'all, this new law will actually have court systems. Again, the judges that were presiding over all these things, especially the so-called improvement district that's spanning Jackson's downtown and shopping and entertainment areas. And I'm going to venture to say that's probably Fair Street. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm, only know that because mm-hmm, of Bell Collective. Because of Bell Collective, yes. See the impact? Yep, yep. I'm very serious. People wonder why people do reality TV. And if you have a why, it can really change the game. It can. It can be a good thing. It can be an excellent thing. Yes. So this Fair Street district, mm-hmm. uh, these white... Republican politicians in Jackson, they don't like that the black uh, affluent community of Jackson is positioned to, to, to rehabilitate their own community, Dustin, participate in their own wealth generation. So they're trying to circumvent it. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to do so by having this new law, this new court system that if again, if it, if it passes muster with the state Senate there in Mississippi and the Mississippi governor, the judges, the law clerks and the prosecutors will all be appointed instead of elected by an 80% black population. They're going to be appointed by who? Well, for the clerks and the judges, they're going to be appointed by the Supreme Court's Chief Justice, White, and the prosecutors, Very and y'all know, go back and listen to the Vintage Holding Court episodes, y'all. I have told you and told you and told you, the most powerful person in that courtroom, arguably, as powerful as the judge in some cases, is the prosecutor. Yes. I have told y'all, and now the prosecutors in Jackson, Mississippi, which is 80% black, will be appointed by the state attorney general, who is white. Please. Please. No, thank you. No, thank you. Now, why are they saying that they're doing this? Well, they're saying they're doing it, Dustin. This bill is designed to make our capital city of Jackson, Mississippi, a safer place, says uh, the the author of the bill, Republican Trey Lamar. No, I think, Trey Lamar, you are doing it to make Jackson, Mississippi, whiter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And under, it's certainly under white authority. Absolutely. Like my friend DeRay McKesson says, uh, watch whiteness work. Ooh. That's what this is right here. What kind of, how the fuck are you going to tell me that you're going to take away the process of electing these officials? Literally. How can, that That literally sounds illegal. It is not democratic. It is not of, uh, we talk about democracy at, under siege. This is a perfect example. And it is really unconscionable. So the mayor of Jackson, a black person says it reminds me of apartheid. Mm-hmm. And I believe that they are right. This is giving apartheid. It's giving overseer. It's mm-hmm. giving, we've got an 80% black populous city, which is essentially the whole city is black. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but for some people's cousins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. It's a black ass city. And as we see on the horizon, Dustin, the opportunity for a fair street mm-hmm. and other major central business communities mm-hmm. to revitalize. We're seeing it in Tulsa, Oklahoma as well mm-hmm. in the Greenwood district, mm-hmm. right? We're seeing black folks. And see, this is y'all. We've been here before. Now I'm about to get mad thinking about it. Yeah. Don't it make you mad? Because Abby? now it's making, it's giving green, it's giving Rosewood. Mm-hmm. It's giving every time 
Black Americans say, okay, we're no longer going to wait for for white rescue Mm -hmm. because that never, ever comes. We're actually going to take it into our own control and we're going to pour our resources, our resources, not the government's money, not the Fed's money, our money, our communal generational wealth, which some black folks have. Please, let's be clear. You can read more about that in Bet on Black, the good news <laughs> the about good being black news. in America today. Mm-hmm. Again, available wherever you get your books. That's um, right. There, don't be fooled. There are pockets of black generational wealth scattered throughout this country. Mm-hmm. To God be the glory. And those communities, Dustin, are saying we want to pour back into our community. We want to reestablish our banking systems. Mm-hmm. We want to reestablish our retail uh, centers mm-hmm. and opportunities. We want to revitalize Black Wall Street all across America. People, this is y'all. This is not like Fugazi. Y'all, y'all, y'all thinking everything got to be Wakanda in his fiction. No, there have been Black Wall Streets in America. Yes. In Tulsa, in Durham, Mm -hmm. North Carolina, Mm -hmm. an insurance finance capital for black Americans Mm -hmm. in Florida. And here we are in Jackson, Mississippi. So don't believe the lies of what the the narrative will tell you about blackness as only destitute and impoverished. Y'all, that's a lie. It's not the truth. From the pits of hell. Yeah. From the pits of hell. Yeah. And instead, every single time we have historically done this, what do they do? They being the forces of white supremacy, they literally burn, burn it to it the down. ground. Yep. They burn it to its core. And in this case, the new the new tiki torches mm-hmm. are coming through the lens of a state government mm-hmm. trying to usurp the control of everything from the judges to the to the prosecutors, Dustin, to the clerks and take it out of the hands of the people. What happened to we the people? What happened to that? What happened to that? This shit sounds so crazy to me, Ebony, and I don't understand how how this is happening. Can like who can people sue? How can well, people stop this, is, this? Okay, so okay, so great question. What's the action item? Yes, what you is know, we the love action? action? Yes, item. we do. So the main thing you can do is is wherever you are, pick up the phone and say you in, in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, and call the state senators. In Mississippi, because that's the next level of oversight that this Mm -hmm. has to pass before it even becomes a law, because it's not quite yet law, but it's on its way. So pick up the phone and call all of the state senators in Mississippi and say, vote this down, vote this down, vote this down. Uh, As you might imagine, it's a strictly partisan issue, because even in the House, all the Democrats voted against this. Mm -hmm. Now, most of the Democrats happen to be black Mm -hmm. and most of the Republicans, actually all of the Republicans are white in Mm -hmm. Mississippi. So that's how this is getting led. All the Republicans are white everywhere. Let's ask Tim Scott. Anyway. Yes. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. just keep rolling. You know, it, just, go, it was right it was here. Right. You know, I, I just had to. my throat. Anyway. Yeah. And I say that because, well, y'all know how. Go listen to the episode. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Because he could really rock that shit and he just won't do just it. Just won't. Anyway. Yeah. So call the state senators in Mississippi. The other thing is flood the, the office of the governor of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would say the framing is this is literally not a democracy. This is undermining the very fabric of our nature. Come on, patriots. Y'all patriots, right? That's what they like to call themselves. Y'all patriots. So let's honor, that's it, let's honor the fabric of America as the global democracy. Mm -hmm. And let's keep the hands of the people with the power. Because what y'all are doing, this is literally giving 
we don't want these Negroes nor trust these Negroes to govern themselves. Mm -hmm. So we're going to bring in white oversight, a la overseer of the plantation, to manage them. What we do know is that in that 80 percent black population of Jackson, Mississippi, there's a lot of smart black people. Educated, very smart. smart. Uh, Shout out to Jackson State University. Yes, JSU. Okay. So, so, so. I'm sure yeah. that this will. They're be on it. Yeah, yeah. this. I'm not telling them that. I'm. T- I'm. Di- we're giving this message to the to the broader nationwide. Yeah, so it don't happen nowhere. The so fuck they else. can understand what could be coming, and we could cut it off uh, at the nucleus. Mm-hmm. We could cut it off at the head. At the nuts. We're not. <laughs> Or the nutsack, mm-hmm. Dustin Ross said. <laughs> Slice. That's castr- right. We're going to castrate We're gonna castrate it. this motherfucker. That's, that's it. it. We're going to castrate it uh, because that's what we're not going to do. We're not going to take black communities. We're not going to take populace of thriving, affluent black generational wealth builders and undermine their ability to create wealth for themselves. Whose fucking idea was it? Like, I want to know who people. said Let's try some particular this. white people. We can we can find that out too. We can we well, can find we know that out. Well, the first idea we know the one that's on record as it ha- being his idea is Republican Representative Trey Labar. He put pen to paper. It said let's let's evacerate av- 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 these Negroes' ability to self-govern. That's, that's essentially what he said. A different type of racism, Ebony. No, that's a different type of racism. Does it's a different type of anti-blackness. Yes, Dustin. it's a different type of what white. Audacity, because mm-hmm. that's white audacity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what that looks like in terms of action items. Call your state senators of Mississippi. Call the governor of Mississippi, and and for for whatever we do, make sure that this is so much noise needs to be made around this for sure. that no other state tries this audacious bullshit. I really hope the residents of Mississippi, the state of Mississippi, like on life. I hope the residents of the state of Mississippi <laughs> are not. I hope they're not passive about this. No. Yeah. I hope they get out there and march and tear shit up until yeah. you know what I mean. This yeah. is this is crazy. Yeah, this is just this is just a to me. I I, I see this legislation, Dustin, and it's it, I see a tiki torch. I see flames. I mm-hmm. see a, a legislative effort to burn down Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's what this is, and it has to be called that. You have to call a thing a thing. Wow, it's a no, no, no. Speaking of no. <laughs> Takes us to our last little, this will be a quick one, but I, I do want to talk about it because okay. Adara, you know, was harassing me. So Brooklyn Nets, this is, of course, the NBA, Brooklyn Nets guard Cam Thomas. Mm-hmm. He's been fined $40,000 for using the quote, this is the NBA's language, derogatory and disparaging language after a recent win over the Chicago Bulls. So so they're, they're in this post-game interview, Dustin, and his teammate cam thomas's teammate uh makes a joke essentially saying you know that they just had a trade where they traded Kyrie irving because you know that was just a lot mm. going on with mm-hmm. with the nets and Kyrie. we'll leave that there <laughs> and he's been traded and they got some players you know that are not Kyrie irving well let's mm-hmm. just say that mm-hmm. so cam thomas's teammate joking with cam says you know listen hey maybe we didn't get the best athletes in the trade but we got the best looking dudes in the trade that's what his teammate said and so Cam says, we already had good looking guys, comma. And then he says, no homo. Mm-hmm. That's the quote. Uh, <laughs> a mess. A mess. You got to laugh. I'm glad you're laughing. Okay. So as you might imagine, that did not go over well at all. Mm-hmm. And he was fined $40,000 for the, for the remark. His apology says, 
I want to apologize for the insensitive word I used in the postgame interview. I was excited about the wind and was being playful. I definitely didn't intend to offend anyone, but realized that I probably did. My apologies again. Much love. Mm-hmm. So before I say anything, Dustin Ross, your reaction. <laughs> Somebody owe me some motherfucking money. If if you getting $40,000 for saying no homo, where is my money? All the fags and shit I done got caught in asses I done had to beat in the street. Okay, <laughs> right. cut my check. You ready okay? for your reparations? These are the reparations that I want, okay? Damn. The gay ones. Give me my yeah. goddamn money. No, but I'm That's just... a separate stack from the black ones. Yeah, I mean, you know, they should make people be respectful with their language, you know, um, and they should... Do something, but I think I, this people, is a little... I, I was shocked that people were even still saying no homo. I haven't yeah. heard that one in a while. Now they say pause. So oh. instead of saying no homo, it's pause, which oh. I think is hilarious. Yeah, I didn't know that had subtext mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if like say, say um, I go out here and speak to one of these gentlemen out here, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, <laughs> I'm like, yo, uh, I like those sweats, man. Like the the cut of the fit pause oh you know what i'm saying because okay. i'm not hitting on i'm just yeah, yeah. i'm just letting you know which is so man. stupid so grow cool. up and just use your words but like <laughs> you know okay well listen this is um the peanut gallery on this one is like you know forty thousand dollars like he shouldn't have to um they're shoving the gay agenda down our throat that, i can see where they're going i've heard where they're that going i've heard you know like he said he was sorry that should be enough uh blah blah blah, blah, blah. listen i am a non-active uh, heterosexual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 not a, not you a hesitant heterosexual. I'm a, it's just not. It's point. not even hesitant. I'm just not active at it's the current time. Okay. Okay. You know just that's not just, active. it's just circumstantial. That's right. The paperwork's still there. It's just. It's not, right. Now yeah. I can go reactivate. Yeah. Uh-huh. At any given time. Mm-hmm. At my choosing. Mm-hmm. I need to really stop. Okay. So. As a heterosexual, this is not my vertical. So I'll be the first to say, Dustin, there's still some terminology that I am still actively finding out Mm -hmm. in real time is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. You know, I was with a couple of queer lady friends of mine Mm -hmm. over the weekend and I said the B word. I'm going to say it now because now I know it's like I said butch. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, they shot me to look at daggers. They did. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We still learning. And I didn't, I did yeah. not know. You know, I, I consider myself a, not a, not an ally because that term just is stupid to me. I am a co-conspirator in the work of the liberation of queer people all throughout the country, especially yes, black queer people. Yep. So the last thing I would want to do is you, because you know my heart. Yeah. And they did too. Absolutely. But was to say anything or even imply anything. Mm-hmm. Hurtful. Uh, or, hurtful, yeah. demeaning, derogatory, none of that. Yet if I was in the league, I would expect to also be fine. Like to me, two things can be true. Mm-hmm. I am still learning. Mm-hmm. I still get it wrong. So I don't think this is a matter of like nobody's trying to. I, I, I don't think cancel Cam Thomas for what no, he said. No, you know no, what I mean. No, people, no. people still fucking up. And and guess what? When you fucking up and on, on the way to getting it right, yeah. I bet you he won't say that no more. Yeah, that's totally different. Him using this um, this colloquialism, yeah. right, that people use is totally different than walking in a room calling somebody the F word. Or, totally. This is a completely different yeah. situation. Yeah. But, you know, everybody relax. Everybody you relax. Know what I'm saying? But I, I personally think he should have been fine. Yeah. And I think just like I, if I had said that in like in, in the wrong context, in the mm-hmm. wrong space, I should be accountable. I, I, I think you can grow and 
be actively accountable at the same time. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree 100%. So, yeah, yeah this is it's not... It's like that out... It's like operation. Yeah, right. And if you run up against the... <laughs> that's well, You it. know, you get buzzed. But I think this is <laughs> yeah. a great opportunity for him, for Cam Thomas to, you know, really present this sure. to the public in a, in a way that is like servicing a lesson of some sort, Absolutely. right? Like, he can use this opportunity to you know, make statements and mm-hmm. do work that will make people think. So now it's not all bad. And that 40,000, he got Oh, it. that ain't nothing. Yeah. yeah. You know, no. So I think it, I think it works, but yeah, like we're all learning y'all. I think that's to me, the broader lesson that I took from it, Dustin is who among us is perfect. Who among us gets all the terminology, right? All the time. Mm-hmm. The reality is we are right now in like a rapidly evolving cultural space mm-hmm. where where words that were okay to say yesterday are just not okay to say yeah. today. And that's our responsibility to keep up with And you've got to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially those of us in the public sector. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is this is a good thing. Um you know. Yep. I won't be saying the B word no more. I love yeah. that. Well I can say yeah, it all. Okay. Well yeah it's because you're in the culture. Yeah. You're in the <laughs> okay. community. But you know what? And that goes to show you just how Stupid white people that really want to say the N-word are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to say those words. No. I don't want to say words that are going to make me look like an asshole. I don't want to say them either. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. So why you want to say that? That's just not our character. You know what I mean? That's but those people do want to say those words, and that's why they have a problem. And that tells me everything that I need to know about you. There you go. There, there you go. go. And that's that on that. And well, that's no that. homo. On- <laughs> And with that lovely nugget, we're going to go ahead and conclude today's episode. Hold it, Court. Uh huh. Join us next week, y'all. Of course, Court will be back in session. And in the meantime, we want you to stay safe. We want you to keep your faith. Yes, Ebony. And always read the what? Terms and conditions, especially if you're a homo. Because you really need to know. Good night to you, Dustin Ross. (laughs) Good night to you. Good night, jurors. Holden Court is an Interval Presents original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jay Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. Consultant, Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business Development Lead, Sheffy, Ellen Swag, and Marketing Lead, Samira Still.